Hello, I'm Mike Kelton, and in the past few months, I've done a lot of weird shit. I connected with my late grandfather through a medium. My, my first reaction to him is like, oh, he's a big softie, but boy, could he communicate a ton with his face. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. I called a witch in Washington Heights to cure my dog's aggression issues. So you're getting an egg, uh-huh. and then you have to do the sign of the cross around his whole little body. Mm-hmm. And then once you're done with that, you throw the egg out in the street. And I met with a past life regression therapist to learn that my mom was actually my daughter in a past life. I'm going to count backwards from three and touch you on your forehead. And I want you to move through the door, join the scene taking place on the other side. That is a memory from a past life. Who is it that makes their presence known to you? My son Michael, but he's not past, but maybe from another life. Wow. Insane, right? Welcome to my new podcast, Beyond, where I try solving my real-life problems by supernatural means. We're talking witches, mediums, psychics, you name it, I've tried it. Look, I know some people are listening to this thinking, wow, this guy doesn't believe in science, or he's a nutjob who's definitely not grounded in reality. And maybe you're correct. But did you hear those clips? This stuff rocks. And I don't even say the word rocks, but it really rocks. I just love it. And I genuinely think you will too. There is a whole world of spiritual stuff out there. And it only gets talked about from weird yogis who whisper talk. And I'm here to change that. So hop on my unicorn back, subscribe and strap in for a wild journey into the beyond. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, all of my problems will be solved. And I'll feel just like Lindsay Lohan dancing at her beach club in Mykonos. Really, really, really good. Goodbye. Oh, fuck. We're supposed to do three hellos. I'm sorry. Uh, I forgot already. It's the off season, darling. Hello. 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 <laughs> and welcome to a very special Race Chaser Hi. Mailbag episode, episode volume, volume one. one. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. <laughs> We're so excited to be back in the studio recording our podcast in the Forever Dog Brooklyn headquarters. Hey. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you for your support. I'm really grateful. Every meet and greet we do, uh, people come up to us and they say, we love the podcast. We're living. My favorite thing is they do the meet and greet and then they turn around as they walk away and they're like, oh my God, and I love your podcast. I'm like, thank you so much. It makes me it's very so happy. Yeah, it's cool that um, we've been able to like, you know, demystify a lot of people's certain favorite show. Like, and, how cool. Well, it's not demystifying. I love keeping the magic alive, yeah. but I love talking about this topic. Yeah, I love behind the scenes. Like, that's yeah. my thing, like, not starring com is one of my favorite websites it tells behind the scenes who auditioned for what and stuff and like us knowing like oh she could have been season five or something you know like <laughs> there has been a lot of questioning what's going on with these queens now the queens of season one mm-hmm. we went way back in time with season one we 10 years ago 
Fernando, give me, give me, give me Fernando after me. Half past twelve. Super true, Paul. It's so good. I live. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my. We have so many awesome questions from people asking about stuff about the season one queens. Yes. It's a whole revitalization. It's like what's going on with these girls, and they were all celebrated on the finale of season ten of RuPaul's Drag Race. So they said we're gonna bring back the OG girls. Oh yeah, everybody, they walked with everyone the other but girls. Tammy. Oh, Tammy had a conflict. She was in Australia, I think, right? I think so. I think Tammy she was, was with booked. Trixie. Tammy was booked, girl, and lovely. It's wonderful to be booked. It's a blessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, and honey, that that flight. Brutal. No. 14 hours. If you don't have pills or an edible, uh-uh. <laughs> Forget it. Bye. It's curtains. It's that first class curtain. <laughs> that thin veil. What's going on I behind just stand, the veil? I just stand up at it and look through. <laughs> Damn. Can we, should we get into these questions? I'm into it, yeah. Everyone has submitted such amazing questions. Uh, I haven't read any of them. This is sight unseen, so yeah. I haven't screened these at all. Um, people emailed their questions, their thoughts, their comments, their concerns. Um, let's get into let's it. The first it. one. I'm excited about this. Okay, we we'll comb the inbox. This Interactive. Is the best. Okay. Uh, hi, you two are my favorite Rue girls. What made you decide to do this podcast together? Love the series. There's a bug on mine. Never mind. Oh it might God. be food. It might be makeup. I have bond all over mine because I'm picking it out of my eyes. <laughs> Pig. Oh, oh, and then we answer the question. I've already flipped the page. Um, it was it was an idea we got because we were at Burning Man together. That is where it was born, huh? Uh huh. And we had no service, and we were a hundred cars from the exit. After being in the desert, having the best time of our lives for a week, you know, just celebrating. And um, it was time to leave. It was time to go back to reality, t- back to real yes. life. Back to life. And then they're like, "Oh, gates closed. No one's going through." Because There's of an Amber missing. Alert. They said there was a child missing. Cut to seven hours later. We find <laughs> seven out. Seven hours. Uh, it was Think a, about that. Yeah, girl sitting in the desert. We find out it was a 17-year-old girl off fucking this guy that she met. <laughs> and her parents were mad. So They pulled an Amber Alert. They shut the gate and we were 100 cars before the exit. So we had to sit there and the only thing we had to listen to was Out on the Lanai, which is a podcast that yes. Alaska enjoys, which is all about. It's basically we basically stole their idea for this. Oh, podcast, for sure. I thought, how can we, we do this but change the show? Yeah, yeah. I thought movies, and then I was like, wait, Drag Race. Oh, and then I was like, yeah. I texted Alaska so quick, yeah. so quick. I was like, do you like this idea? Let's do it. She's like, yes. I said yes, and she's like, and I have a song. It's called Race Chaser, and I said, work. We yeah. have a title theme. We have a theme. Jesus song wanted this available on iTunes. So yeah, that's how we came up with the idea. Work, what a great question! I'm glad we did. It's the, that was like the beginning too. This is the beginning. Nining, 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 nining. Oh, you do the next one. I need some water. I'm All tired. All right, okay, okay. <clears throat> um, uh, well, just to give context, last night was Wigstock in New York City. Last morning was also Wigstock. We went into the morning. We, we celebrated. went to the party afterward. We went to club coming. And then afterward. we went to the other party after that. Just parties on parties. Bop, bop, boop, bop. We uh-huh. changed locations several times. It was you had to. There were swarms. What a, it was a blessed evening. It was so fun. I, I felt like, like Minnie Mouse. Everybody, I went up there to watch um, Charlene, and I got swarmed a little bit, but I loved it. I was like, all oh, these people love us. Yeah, they love drag. It was a really special blessing. They went to Tribeca. No one ever goes down there. They don't have to. I ne- I've I don't I don't have any reason to go down to the bottom of Manhattan, and we were down there. Oh my god! That's what happens at the bottom. Fart right? out of your mouth. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I topped. Okay, here's the here's the next one. Hi, Willem in Alaska. I'm absolutely loving the podcast. I was just wondering when the next season of Drag Race starts to air, will you continue with whatever season you are reviewing or will you begin to review the season currently airing? With love, Haley. This is a question I get a lot, okay? People are interested in the current seasons of Drag Race, so they want us to talk about it. But you know what? Well, you We're going to have to catch up. You got to wait. This is... The the thing I love about Drag Race is it's not just a novelty show. It's oh. not. This is a pop culture item that should go in a time capsule forever. This has changed. This has added a whole industry to gay bars and gay nightlife. We've yeah. created commerce and we've created uh, friendship and positivity amongst these fans and these people and relationships. Like yeah. we're, I think drag queens are making the world a better place, and it shows. Alyssa has a Netflix show. Um, yeah, Drag Race is bigger than ever. Lady Gaga put two drag queens in a movie. Um, like it's cool. Drag is loved and beloved, and people take inspiration from us, and we're being celebrated. And like, I think it's so fucking cool. But we want to go back to the beginning and celebrate concurrently, time by time. I think because I haven't seen yes. all of them either. And it's well, this is a good chance for you to n- now do that. Now I can say I've always seen one, and yeah. I've seen every episode of one, and two is going to be super duper. Yeah. And it's coming soon. Our promo is going to be lit. I mean, this show deserves to be rewatched, especially these early seasons. For sure. They're really incredible. They're excellent. Like, go back, watch it with us, and we're going to discuss it. So it it would be unfair to the queens who have come before us for us to just be like, oh, we're going to talk about the new season immediately. And Santino. And right. Billy B. I want to talk about the judges. Yeah. Because, like, I love Billy, you know? He's yeah. great. So we're going to get to the new seasons in about five years when we catch up. So, all yeah, right. We're busy. Hold on. We'll get to them. All okay. right. Here's the next question. Love listening to the podcast at work. I am often found laughing to myself at my desk. My question is, what do you both think about the recent Bianca Blair issue? Oh, my oh. God. Bomb. Wow. Keep up the hilarity, Sarah X. Mm. Okay. Well, all right. Here's what I think about it. We we talked to Bianca yesterday. We did. Uh, I mean, the issue is, I don't know if you know what the issue is. Do you know about Bianca? We're looking at a straight guy producer, I think. He's definitely straight. Yeah, he's nodding. He's straight. He might <laughs> like a tongue in his butt. I don't know. Oh, my God. Bianca Del Rio. Uh, is a comedian queen. Mm-hmm. She's the comedian. I mean, she, she's a look she, queen, too. It's a look. It's a look. I wouldn't say she's a look queen. It's like a look queen. We have to talk about your look. (laughs) Damn. Um, Well, she's a comedian queen and she was doing a comedy show and she made a joke about Blair St. Clair, uh, who Blair St. Clair was on the show and the episode she was leaving, she said that she was sexually assaulted and, uh, and then she got eliminated. So Bianca was making a joke about all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's controversy because people are saying that um, rape jokes uh, contribute to rape culture. Sure. Uh, which, okay, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to say that comedians have a, a, an important position in our society. They have to talk about the stuff that we put in the closet, that we put in the cupboard, that we keep dark, that we're scared of. We, they have to. It's their, it's their job, and they have to. Because if we keep these things hidden, if we say we never talk about it, then it becomes bigger and scarier. 
So uh, sometimes the jokes work. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're cathartic. Sometimes they're kind of. I don't know this exact set. I don't know what the joke was. I didn't. I haven't listened to it. Uh, but she's. I mean, it's hard to be a comedian and to be out there and to pull that stuff out of out of the dark and, mm-hmm. and make light of it. We have to. So I think she was doing her job as a comedian. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, my two cents is, as far as I know, comedy comes from a place of pain like and even if it's laughing at your own pain laughing at somebody else's for a second it comes from like you know being able to laugh at uh you know a flaw or something whatever reading Mm -hmm. i don't know but uh it's funny because there's a seed of truth in all comedy and the the blair thing it it was maybe it was tasteless but it it didn't feel untrue because the way they edited it it's like blair was up for elimination then she's like oh by the way here's the story the producers wanted me to get in or something you know like that it's like she felt like a a ploy to get more screen time which i applaud i like a stunt if you have to talk about your pain use it girl i used my pain in my drag race tape they're like tell us about a hard time i was like i had a hard time when my husband hit me you know and they needed that vulnerability had that ever happened no but you know it's an audition (laughs) tape it's all for show she knew she was on tv i'm sorry she ever experienced turner and i need a hotel room (laughs) um all i have is my my (laughs) pocket (laughs) um you know i i i am sympathetic to blair of course but like i was like why are you talking about this now on the main stage? Like, girl, like, I, um, I'm sorry. VH1, well, it also is sort of... Felt like uh, story. I'm like, why are you pushing story now? You're about to lip sync. Right. You just did. I don't even remember the sequence. I don't... It, it's sort of calling out the culture yeah. of, like, we're, we're on a reality show. We have to get... We yeah. have to put our pain out, and we have to do it now. It's this like, is the last chance. So, oh, my God, by the way, I was right. I mean, maybe she was dealing with the PTS or something that came back to her at that moment. I don't know. I don't be. doubt her. I love her hair. I will say that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, her hair is sickening. But here's the thing I said to Bianca after, because um, I had just been... Trixie was just declared a racist. I was just transphobic this year. Now Bianca's rape, 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 rape joker. I don't know. I don't know the word for it. Rapeaholic? No, that would be bad. That would be someone who likes rape a lot. Oh yeah, no, that's. (laughs) Look at me correcting you for one. (laughs) Um, I, I think what I said to Bianca, I was like. I understand where you were coming from. You obviously were just saying it was a funny timing thing. Like she says it right if she's about to go home. Bianca's, you know, she makes fun of all of us. She calls us ugly. It's what she does. I love her. Um, but here's the thing. I was like, if you apologize, I don't know. I I think right now as a comedian, Joan would be proud because like you said it and it didn't land. You told a bad joke. Was part of it true? And that's why it was kind of like, ooh, you know, and people had yeah. that reaction. Yeah, because there was a seed of truth there. Like she brought up her, Blair brought up her, her personal pain in the middle of Drag Race at a time that people were like, huh if they wanted to have a reason to huh i mean it was touching and stuff like that like she was working through it like that and showing other people that it's okay to talk about it on that level um but i was like that seems weird for drag race right now you know yeah i don't know but i love bianca and i'm i'm glad i didn't tell the joke because you know yeah i mean it's it's hard to worry about do i apologize for a joke or not it's a difficult job to be that comedian because you're constantly in every moment you're yeah. on stage, you're kind of putting your neck out there. Yeah. Maybe the joke isn't going to land. Maybe it's going to be terrible. Maybe it's going to cause a giant controversy on Huffington Post. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any jokes you regret? Oh, I've said some bullshit on stage for comedy shows. Yes, I have. And I don't regret it because that's like that's the experimentation ground you're out there on stage like 
and you are submitting to the audience and it is up to them whether like that's it? good or not you a thumbs up thumbs down laugh or, or to the lions bitch right it's what makes it thrilling yeah. to do comedy nothing like live applause exactly laughter is my favorite sound yeah but yeah. it's also extremely dangerous and it's it's a, a risky land that she treads in and yeah. she and you know she's out there doing it and um I, I don't think it's her intention ever to actually hurt anybody. I think her intention is to pull up, pull out the dark stuff. Yeah. That's what she does. Yeah. I Next agree. question. Wow, we, we were eloquent. Fuck. Eloquent. Eloquent. Down and crown. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible or anime yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on the anime effect listen every friday wherever you get your podcast and watch full video episodes on crunchyroll or on the crunchyroll youtube channel eat stress-free this spring with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options including popular options like calorie smart keto protein plus or vegan and veggie also you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week like breakfast on the go lunch snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long what are you waiting for get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals the factor meals were so great i love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste and oh, the yeah. food delicious my Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Okay. Greetings from Sydney. Oh, yeah. Does it Greetings from, from Sydney. Ah. Uh, Does uh, it bother you that Australians don't tip at live shows? That's so Aussie. I've watched thousands um, of YouTube videos of drag queens <laughs> in the US sharing in dollar bills. <laughs> Respect. But at the Australian gigs, nothing. It's cultural, I guess. Sorry about it. 
Do you hate us? <laughs> I bet New Zealanders don't tip. Love your work, Sybil. Slay, sister. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my Welcome God. Welcome back to another fabulous Friday. You know, I was tipping down Oxford Street and I said, <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to do this. But Little Bit was home and I had to take him down oh, the terrace. Oh, my God. Props to Wigs by Vanity. We love Wigs sponsor for the, the show. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Truth. She just You're sent me a free bang right piece. Now. She just sent me a free bang piece. A Pam or a Megan? Uh, Pam, I asked for one of both and she was so lovely to say yes to in a, a Pam and a Megan, which are the two lovely bang models. Wow. In an illegally blonde. Ooh, you know that illegal. one? It's an ash blonde with a platinum on the tip. <laughs> it's lovely. I love it. Yes. A little bit of 613 on the tip. Yeah. What so, did she ask? Uh, oh, pardon my uh, horrible Australian accent. <laughs> my apologies so to all of our uh, so bo- bogan scrubber. So, oh. You're a bogan scrubber. You're lower than a warm bets belly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come the raw prawn with my. <laughs> We're our horrible Australian accent. Please forgive. The question was Are you bothered that certain countries don't tip? Are you plucked? Are you plucked? I'm not. No. Uh, I, I mean, tips, it's cultural. Tips are always great, but I already have a mic in the hand, so I have one less hand to grab it with. So I'm like, it's easier to just perform sometimes. But if you see yeah. a 20, it's like, fuck, I, I can laser shark eye on that. I was like, how did I know? You hoverboard right over. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't mind that at all. No, it's because fine. First of all, certain countries don't have paper $1 bills. So. Ooh, that's why I love Canada. The cheapest you can tip paper is five. <laughs> so you rack them up. Come on, uh, Toronto, no, Montreal, no, Vancouver, Becca's. It's usually those countries, though, where it's like tipping is not a thing. So like yeah. England, it, tipping is not a thing. Australia, it's not really a but thing. But it's fun. They make, they make It puts the emphasis on the show and you don't worry. Some girls, sure. some girls I've seen, I remember Crystal Summers. I watched her do this number. You know Crystal from... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I watched her go on stage like 2009, probably before Drag Race. And she just stood at the end and took money for like four minutes because people just kept tipping. And she it was a ballad, so she could perform and be pretty. It was yeah. like the third shift show, 1 a.m., you know, bar cleared out a little bit. The, yeah. the regulars still left. They all wanted to tip her. So for three and a half minutes straight, she took dollar after dollar after dollar. And yeah. it was lovely because it was like watching a tribute. But like sometimes you actually want to perform and taking dollar after dollar. The people that do the one dollar, they give you ten dollars, one dollar a time. It's like, oh, thank yeah. you. And as long as you're on a part of the song where you can keep taking and rhythm, it's yeah. cute. But sometimes it's like, can't you just Venmo me? Uh, yeah, I need yeah. To, I need to do the gig, girl. I love the money though. Right, and yeah. it's also part of the culture. You yeah. go to, especially like Florida, you go to places in the South. They love it, uh, Louisville. I mean. It's part of the culture. People line up at the side of the yep. stage because they want that moment with you. Texas. So I, I, yeah. I see both sides of it. Me too. I'm not bothered by either. I always say tipping comes. This is what I used to tell my strippers I managed that um, tipping comes because someone wants a moment of personal interaction with that. you. They want your eye for one moment. Give that. them that. Be lovely. And um, that's that's what we think. And I fucking love Australia. I've been there 10 times. I love it. Yeah. In the dark, the best fucking girls. They All like alone. to pay their girls. Did you hear that? Yeah. There was some fracas. Oh, ben stood up for everybody. Good. Fracas? Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. Ben was on a tour and some girls didn't get paid. Fracas. F-R-A-C-A-S. Fracas. Used it in a sentence. My rectum was fractus last night. <laughs> okay. Here's our next question. Hi, Alaska and Willem. My name is Perpetual Motion. My christen named clearly. <laughs> and first of all, I love the podcast and I listen obsessively every week. Thank you for entertaining me so thoroughly. 
Next page. <laughs> I have two questions, one serious and one not. Mm. Firstly, I'm seeing a lot of you both around Halloween. One of my costumes is a deer to scare Alaska because I'm scared of deer. But what should I dress as to frighten Willem? Dairy? Okay. Huh. And the second question in rewatching season one, I do my homework each week. It's brought into focus a huge shift in how Rue seems to relate to the queens on the show. Do you think that Rue cares less now as he is sometimes accused of, or is it an inevitable effect of the show's commercial success that he now doesn't necessarily have time or resources personally to interact with contestants as he once did? Thanks again. Much love, Perpetua. Perpetua, I will say, came to a whole bunch of my shows in the UK on this last tour we just did. Nice. So hi, Perpetua. We're on a first name basis. I call it Perpetch. Does she have good fan art? Uh, she uh, she is good fan she art. Seems she like she always knows a lot is in drag. Stuff. Yeah, she's she's a deep diver, and I appreciate that. So appreciate okay, you. all right. What what's a costume she could dress as to scare you? Or do you have anything that you're scared of? A condom. Oh my god. <laughs> Do we have to cut that out? No, we don't. <laughs> I'm on prep. I'm on prep, you guys. And I don't, maybe not, might have chlamydia. On Wednesday, I got a message from someone. They're like, I have chlamydia. Uh, I was like, all right, well, I don't think I have it. I think I'm fine. <laughs> so I'll get tested and stuff. But like, I didn't do anything that I could really get it from them that much. <laughs> I sucked his dick. You can't really get chlamydia from that. Yeah, you can. Well, he had it in his mouth. He didn't have it on his dick. And I was you like, and I didn't swabbed. kiss him. I will. Get swabbed. I was busy at Woodstock. I know. Uh, okay, so she's literally going to come dressed as a condom to scare you for Halloween. Do you this know you're is not even you're, a We're on the same tour, Heels of Hell, all over England during Halloween. I don't want to give away the secret publicly, but I do kind of know what I'm going to wear I do too. the whole time. I, I want to talk about it in the car because mine's fierce, and I want okay. you to do one of the same ones. <laughs> the night. But no fucking turtlenecks. We wore Alvin in the chipmunk costumes, and they were so fucking hot. Remember the turtlenecks? Gorgeous, but hot. Gorgeous. Whose idea was that? Let's blame uh, Courtney. Well, this year I want to do the same outfit like every night, or the same, the same costume every night, mm -hmm. different outfit, but same character. So the next question is: Do you think that? Do you think RuPaul doesn't care about the drag queens now? I have a question, and you could probably answer this because you've okay. seen every episode, and this comes from an honest place. Um, RuPaul kind of had a freak out with Tammy on the season one reunion. Yeah. After, after that, have we ever seen her so um, angered or yes. we have? Yeah, on season seven, he said, I don't want to hear any more goddamn excuses anymore. Were you there? No. Oh, oh he said no, that on but it's camera? on the show. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, he said that he said mean stuff to us, too, but it was for effect. Like, he's like the the first challenge. We keep your fucking wigs in your fucking shoes. You heard on. about that? They didn't air that. I heard. Yeah. That yeah. Air. That was like, oh, OK. <laughs> but I agreed. It wasn't wig wars, bitch. Um, so <laughs> wig wars. I was I was interview queen that year. Um, so I I uh, hmm. I don't think she owes anybody anything in the show. I think the show is wonderful that we all get to see this much drag. And um, I'm, I haven't really followed it enough to uh, he you know what? Here's the thing. I noticed on my season, which was lovely when Rue did her walk around, um, she kind of spoke differently to Chad, me, Latrice, Sharon. If you kept Rue laughing, she liked you and she was gregarious with you and she talked to you almost like a peer. Um, and, that, and that was always a lovely moment if you kept her laughing. And I remember my Jessica Simpson walk around. She was just like giggling and like she's like, you know what you're doing. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, like I'd been doing mismatch game and I guess she knew. 
Um, but yeah. like, it was fun. Like, and certain other girls, she'd be like, okay, in the earpiece, listening for questions, and be like, she was not as interested in them because they didn't entertain her as much. And like, you know, some people get cast because they're like, they know they're not going to win, and you know, they're, they're, everybody's lucky to get on. But like, if you, when I walked in the workroom, there was at least one person that I was like, oh, well, they're not going to win, you know. And yeah. it was, I, I, you know, I. Um, and I don't feel bad about saying that. And Rue probably concentrates more on the ones that she remember. Like, I know she can't remember every name. I saw her at DragCon walking down an aisle and she's like, oh, there's, there's. And you saw her reaching for the name, but there's been 150 of us. And then yeah. someone was like Nina. And she's like, Nina, but Nina Brown. And like, you know, I think there's a warmth for all of us because we carry her legacy forth a little bit. But she may not remember her, my name. But guess what? My granddad had 10 kids, 10 grandchildren, and he called me Johnny <laughs> all the time. Johnny was my cousin. <laughs> He called uh, me my dad's name, Charlie. Like, all different names. Um, so I don't expect Rue to ever remember. You know what, though? Rue, I think Rue will remember my name. And I, I think, think she'll she remember yours, too, name. which is lovely. I, right. I yeah. always say, I always say, well, Rue, Rue remembers my name, so I'm very grateful for that. Cheers but, to that. So what about this question? I didn't really address well, it. Uh, I just tried to be diplomatic. Look uh, at me. I can... Uh, very diplomatic. You're you. a diplomat. Girl, show You're a black. model, an actress, a diplomat. Model. <laughs> new Twitter. New Twitter. I can speak from my experience. Lovely. And season five and All-Stars 2. I oh, mean, yeah, you won that. Oh, I did. Thank you for bringing that up. No, you were so good. R- R- RuPaul was, I just like, really your, fun. To be real, the, by the way, I just watched that lip sync with you and Fifi yesterday. Random, it came up, and I was like, fuck Alaska, the pound cake. Yeah. That was, was sickening. Uh, and to do a Sylvester fun. song, how fucking up your alley. It wasn't Sylvester. It was um, Cheryl Oh, Lynn. Cheryl Lynn. Cheryl yeah, the, Lynn, yeah. Okay. Close. Yeah. Um, same vocal range. Um, I can speak from my experience. Uh, RuPaul was so just like fun and like, like was like laughing with us even when the cameras were down. It was like. She'd do her little dance to get us up we before were, a shot to make yeah. us laugh and smile and get our energy up. Like, cause he would always walk into the room like dressed to the nine. So we would always be like, ooh, ooh that ooh, ring. Your shoes. That, that ring, girl. Shoes. Yeah, always something. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. they're, they're Louboutin. She yeah. loved it. No. We were her like, kids. You know, so like I don't I don't know what happened. I I know Pearl had a different experience or perceived it differently, but like no, he he's running a show. You can't go into Mama's house expecting expecting something. You, I mean, it's a gift to even be there. Yeah. So, uh, if I go to Emerald's restaurant, I don't expect him to come out and shake my hand in the lobby. It would be really cool sometimes if Emerald was there and he was like, hi, he waved everybody. <laughs> but I don't expect RuPaul to come out and, you know, fucking Bam. fist bump with all the girls. You know, it's fine. We get what you get. But like there have been interactions where I've been told by certain people, Jacqueline Smith, a eh? her. I was told on a, my first set ever on the district. The they Jacqueline said, Smith collection. they said, don't speak. Uh, <laughs> don't please don't bother Miss Smith. You know, and I was like, I wasn't going to go up to her and ask her for a fucking picture. <laughs> oh, my you know, God. all I know, she was a Charlie's Angel. She played my lawyer on the on a cop show. I was like, wow, don't bug her. They're like, no, she's in her mood. They wouldn't let a hair people on the set because he wasn't union. And I was like, oh, I don't know what wow. any of that means. I'm 19. Yeah. But um, it was. And I know Rue has been um, adamant about not being bothered in certain things. And I'm like, if that's what she wants to do, she's allowed. She has got a rider for a reason. If she doesn't want to say hi to every single person on set, if she wants to be left alone, whatever, put your earbuds in, you know. And you're at the helm of a huge ship when you're at the center of that whole show. So, like, you got to be in your zone. You have to do your thing. You need to do what you do to get your job done. I like personal interaction. And I would, I kind of invite it. I feed off of it like the plant in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh my God, Vicky and Little Shop was killer. Yeah, 
It's go on YouTube and YouTube that right now if you haven't. By the way, this is sage wisdom, though. We'll go on to the next question, but I want to leave you with this. Nothing you say matters unless the cameras are on. (laughs) 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 That's the that's the pearl. I know. Uh, Oh, I know that one. There is no one on the planet quite like you. Thank you so, so much. Why should your mattress be any different? Why? You're spending so much time in it. So we're talking to you right now about Helix Sleep. Girl, we're okay. trying to sell you a mattress because these yeah. people gave us free mattresses and they are lovely. We were like, a free bed? Sure, we'll take it. We'll try it. And they are lovely. And that's why we're telling you about it because we only do stuff that we want to do here on this podcast. Yeah. We were endorsing this. You've um, often been called the human mattress. Model, actress, mattress, activist. Exactly. Philanthropist. Yes. You have a mattress strapped to your back. Diplomat. Right now, I'm doing Rihanna's California King bed right it's now. It's a Helix mattress yeah. on your back. Sort of like Courtney on that runway. Oh, totally. That was a Victor and Ralph ripoff, but I loved it. I like it. Um, and for couples, groups, or gangbangs, they even offer like different sides of the mattress that you can customize to your sleep preference, which is dope. Also, there's a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100, 100 nights. nights. Oh, I sleep during the day. Sorry. <laughs> 100 days and 100, 100 nights, nights risk-free. So what you do is you go to the website, which is helixsleep.com slash And you can do a two-minute sleep quiz. And they'll basically figure out what's going to work best for you. How's your back? What's your favorite color? How do you sleep? Yeah. Type of XYZ. You know, it's cool. And if your sleeping partner has a different preference or need, they can even split the mattress down the middle and they can customize it for both That's of you. That's what they said about me me mm-hmm. right now helix is offering up to 125 dollars off all mattress orders too so if you do the quiz and you're in the market for a new mattress do yes, it yes get up to 125 dollars off at helixsleep.com slash drag yeah that's helixsleep.com slash drag for 125 dollars off your mattress order my hair is luscious my hair is pretty hey i know that song i know you do uh, it's all about that full head of hair everybody wants that full head of lustrous luscious gorgeous hair so we're going to talk to you right now about nutrafol hair honey it's hair. A, yes it's a new safe effective strategy to take control of your hair health now this is not a drug it's drug free it's a nutraceutical and it's clinically tested medical grade botanical ingredients. So you're not going to have... Let's talk about botanicals, sweetie. Exactly. You're we're not going to have any of those side effects that you get with drugs. Actually, people who use this say they sleep better, their digestion is better, they feel calm, their skin is nicer. Girl, full on science class. I love it. Yeah. There are certain markers that can not help your hair, like lack of sleep, too much cortisol, yeah. environmental toxins, or like yes. really tight updos or sugar loaves. So basically... The ingredients in Nutrafol help counteract all of these uh, things that can make your hair kind of bad. This isn't just a magic pill, okay? It's It actually is a great strategy, and it helps nourish the environment that your hair is growing You gotta in. feed the soil. You want the crops to go, baby. Honey, I planted the seed, and I will see the harvest. <laughs> like a plant, exactly. You feed it, you water it. Take charge of your hair health. So we have a really special offer just for you, Reyes Chasers. So you can get your first month's supply with a subscription for only $10. So what you need to do is go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T 
R-A-F-O-L.com. And you can use promo code drag, drag. during checkout. That's Nutrafol.com and use code drag. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. And who knows, in no time, your hair could be looking like that hat that Willem just bought custom. Luscious. You mm. lovely. I heard you don't wear uh, wigs. I never tried it. I'm going to. Try it. Yeah. Hi, Alaska and Willem. I was wondering if you are going to discuss Under the Hood on the podcast for season one. What's that? Under the Hood is pretty much the precursor of Untucked, and it's even more unknown and unavailable than season one ever was. Maybe you could get one of the season one queens to comment on Under the Hood because I'd love to know more about it. Keep up the amazing work. Love, Thomas. Was it on Logo? Uh, I think they aired it afterward, or or it was maybe just Web. I don't know, but it... I do you know anybody at Wow? Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people over there. Can you ask them? Maybe they probably liked our podcast. The thing is, I've heard from some of the girls who were on the show that they didn't know there was another show being aired. They oh. just thought they were backstage. So I, heard- I think they just took whatever footage happened backstage sure. and packaged it for another They're thing. Like, oh, we can get more hours of advertisers. And well, why, why not? not, girl? You make we're them, going to do make the money. Don't let the money the make hood. you play as club. We're going to do under the clitoral hood race chaser, and a it'll be a cuts. supplemental yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, take your pure. Where it's just a, um, it's a GoPro of us back here, just fresh faced and dewy. Yeah, from all our rest last night. <laughs> um, I I didn't know what under the hood was. I thought that meant Boomer Banks was coming into the studio. Um, next, next. <laughs> hi, Boomer. We love you. <laughs> hi, both. I'm. Oh, that means hi, both of us. Duh. I'm like, huh? I'm such a huge fan of you. Hi, both. <laughs> Sharon hates the word both. She's an idiot. She thinks it's the most God disgusting word. Both. Both. <laughs> she can't say it with her new teeth. That's all. <laughs> Hi, both. I'm such a huge fan of you and just drag in general here in the UK. I've seen you both live in London and was gagged. I met you, Willem, in Black Cap Camden. Oh, rest in peace. You got me in as I didn't have a ticket and I paid double. So you paid me double to get in? What? Those bitches were not having it until you appears next to me. You were with DWV and it was an amazing night. You called me a Young's James Gandolfini. Pick a tat. I work with James Gandolfini. Oh my God. In Cinema Verite, he was so cool. It's an HBO movie. Go look it up. He's so cool. He's so nice too. Or he's, well, he was. Um, anyway, the question. Oh, so that was just compliment, compliment question. Can you please add an untucked commentary? Oh, also, wow. while here, any recommendations for Atlanta and New Orleans to see drag? I'm there in October. Um, I like the corner pocket for drag. I drag my mouth along You're the dancer's dicks. You're coming out sticks. of the corner pocket. You're out of corner pocket productions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Doris. Um, and then Atlanta, I would say just look up where Phoenix is and go to her drag show because she's amazing. Phoenix um, is great. Oh, yeah, Nicole she's Page amazing. Brooks. Um, Trinity performs there a lot. A lot of girls. Mariah goes back sometimes. Um, yeah, just look up your favorite drag queens from there and then go where the drag is. Same thing with New Orleans, I'd say. Bianca's from there, but she left, so it's safe to see drag there again. You won't make rape jokes. Oh won't be an SUV God. party. Wait, SVU, sorry. Look, there's a picture on the next page and you're in that. Oh my God, I look yeah, so pretty. That was pretty. before I covered my brows, but I still look okay. You look good. Thanks, girl. So what did he ask? Uh, well, he wanted to know about Atlanta and New Orleans and he's asking can you please add an untucked commentary well when they start doing untucked I think it'll be sort of integrated into the show that's how I 
envision that yeah. happening. Oh, I remembered something too. What? Um, the, I remember the girls from season two told me that they were supposed to be getting paid two separate checks for um, Untucked and they never did. They're like, we were told this was two separate shows. I remember Juju was like, I'm still waiting on that check or something. It was a point of contention. Or maybe it was season three and maybe it was Manila. I might be mixing the two up, which is racist of me, but like the girls... We're told they were getting for paid for Untucked at first, and then my season, we weren't told that we were getting paid. So I was like, well, that changed. But whatever. I'm happy for the $400. <laughs> yeah. Per app. Mm-hmm. You know, lovely booking fee. If you had to be stuck on an island with two other Drag Race alumni, you're in survivor mode and have to fend for yourself. Oh, I flip pages. I'm all lost. Who would you want to be stuck with and why? Also, absolutely love the podcast. It makes me cackle inappropriately and in the otherwise silent office every week. Emily XO. XOXO. People are really listening to this. This is so cool. Yeah. So, two Drag Race alumni. I would say you and Courtney. That's a really easy question for me. Um, my answer is also very similar. I was going to say you and Latrice. Oh, fabulous. But I also do love Courtney. I just know she's so booked right now. <laughs> she can't get out of it. For a desert island. She's she, so booked. She's not available. She's not available. Call she's Wendy. doing promo. Please call For the <laughs> new bisexual dating show. <laughs> um, which yeah. is going to be airing in the UK. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, it's so cool that she's on TV on fucking E! in the UK. Girl, it's, you know, work, she better bitch. be. She work. is that girl. She is that girl with that ponytail. Who can better do that job? Courtney. There's not anyone it's else. Courtney. Yeah. She Hi. Has, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, you know, Latrice will bring pot too. Like that'll be a fun. Oh uh, yeah. So like, it, just like the the plane crash lands, you're rummaging through the suitcases, mm-hmm. and she has sex. a hand comes up out of the water holding sex. the weed. Sex. Sex. Um. Duffels. Sex. Hey, Latrice. Uh, she probably doesn't listen. She's busy. Um, Chris does. Oh, hi, Chris. Um, huge Drag Race fan and fans of both of you. Your podcast is the one thing I've been missing in my life. I serve as a Drag Race encyclopedia for all my friends. Thank you. Me too. While watching season one, which I only seen one previous time to now, the hardest thing about watching it was it wasn't the filter, but the sound, technically music editing. Everything sounds so wrong. I missed the rattlesnake effect. In two and three, I think they figured it out, but it was an interesting observation, uh, observation I made. Okay, it, the the question continues on the next page. Oh, man. I can't... I cannot wait. Okay, I cannot wait for season two. It's one of my favorite seasons. And to see who you bring on as your guest. Will Tammy Tibbits continue through all the seasons? Or will you have a different queen from the season? You're going to give some Timbits. You're welcome. You look like Linda Evangelista, your model. Chris Olivia's from Cincinnati. Okay, you're bursting at the scene. Have, have you talked to the queen we were talking? Yes. So she cleared it. She said yes. Yes, she's in. Girl, Sanders and Practices contacted her last week. All right. Well, I guess we could talk about Can it. We? Not. Oh, my so God. So to answer the question, we want to do, we we have loved Tammy Tidbits so much. Tammy but, Tidbits is legend. Yeah. But we want to take, uh, you know, that someone who has that inside perspective uh, from the next season. So season two, we're going to do. <laughs> Ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Tati Tidbits. <laughs> Toddy around. Mm, mm. So good. So so excited. Toddy tidbits. Toddy tidbits. Yeah. yeah. So excited. Tatiana. So, so excited. you talked to her about it. Yeah. We texted. Okay. All right. She's sickening. Um, yeah. So that's, that's cool. And I think your question was kind of a read on the show's editing department, but it was a pilot and they were still figuring it out. So let them you have got, their, let them have I, their day and it's fine. It really holds up. No, of course they're figuring. They're still figuring if you out the little, first, yeah. little notes here and there. Watch the There's, first episode of Will and Grace and see Megan Mullally then and then watch the last episode. It 
people the characters change and evolve as you perform and do yeah. the show and this is a show is a character just like anything else T yeah so T don't, don't I understand you're very smart and we saw it too the rattlesnake is great I've stolen it yeah Okay, I'm I've totally fucked up my pages because they're double sided. Really? I feel like an idiot. <laughs> All right, I got it. I got this one. Thanks, girl. Okay, dear Alaska and Willem, love the podcast. First time, long time. What? <laughs> okay, my <laughs> she's been in my I'm bed. just reading what it says. <laughs> my question is, what is your preferred viewing method for Drag Race? Do you like viewing parties with a crowd, with a small group of good Judies, or alone with just the light of the television screen as company? Thank you for blessing us children with this amazing infotainment resource. Best a nail. A nail. A nail. My work I tends to get, get a bit poofy when I'm nervous. nervous. <laughs> I see a big hole. Nobody move. I lost, <laughs> lost my contact lens. Oh my god! Well, what? I want to. I want to know your answer to that question. How um, do you like to watch Drag Race? I prefer to watch Drag Race at precinct on a hoverboard, yelling at the screen, and announcing every time they say hundred thousand dollars. I say sixty four thousand after capital gains taxes, oh unless you're Sharon. Oh wow! Um, yeah. Oh wow! I know, but it's funny. Um, so that's what I say. I like watching it, watching it in a bar. And then I yeah. like um, watching it on the road again, like whenever we're all on a bus together. Like that is Heels of Hell tour last year. We watched season one. And that's kind of what stuck in my brain. And that's when around when I had the idea. Because all of us were sort of unfamiliar it. with it. Girl. And we were like watching it for the first time. And we were captivated. We were on this long bus ride and we were watching it on a laptop. And we were all just like propped up on the emergency thing. Next, play the Oh my god! Do you remember? And they said the trip would take six hours. It took eleven because it was a bank holiday weekend. Ooh. Girl, I was plucked. Ooh. I was like, "How dare you?" Uh, but come see us in Heels the Hell this year. Yeah. Personally, I like to watch it. Uh, 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 some friends of mine in LA have a viewing party, so it's like twelve people. Darren Stein keeps inviting me to one, and I'm never. Home. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Let's go to it once. Okay. We we watch the show there. And we all cut up. We kiki. You get the group dynamic, but everyone's sort of there, there's no like crazy drunk. Do you people have to screaming. rewind? Do you ever have to say shut up? Oh, we rewind if there's a really good moment. If there's a good Monique Hart moment, we definitely rewind a little bit. Which was the Monique one this year? Oh, she. Oh, she's just. She had moments. I mean, she has. She's quote quote and quotables. She called me fucking busted in an interview, and I was like, I'm busted. Okay, nice well, girl. Brown cast um, stunning. Brown cow stunning. Brown cow stunning. So I like to watch it with the group, and then I like to rewatch it by myself. Uh, that makes sense. So I can get all the tidbits because I'm a I'm an obsessed super fan. There's nothing wrong with that. Next question. Hi, Alaska and Willem. My husband and I are huge fans of RPDR and Race Chasers. And a little game that we commonly play is to cast fantasy-themed all-star seasons together. Mm. Some examples include Lip Sync Assassins All-Stars, not me. Coco Wins, yeah, exactly. Or Fashion Forward All-Stars. Most recently, we came up with a fantasy season I had to share. Most extra all-stars <laughs> for the queens for each season who are just too much. Here's a cast we came up with. Number one, Chanel Perillo. <laughs> they spelled it like oh, the brand. I Chanel. think they meant Chanel Perillo because she uh, is the most extra and she's amazing. She, she was our, our talent handler, the girl that um, we'd be like, Chanel, will you hold our touch up bag while we were doing runway? She was the girl on <laughs> walkie. Just like she's like a mini Michelle Visage kind of like Michelle Jr. on set. You know, Michelle's always like saying, get married. You know, all these fags. You know, you're going to be lonely. That type of thing. Um, but I love Chanel. 
Uh, but yeah, Chanel's Chanel okay. wears costumes. So this is the yeah, this is the cast. The the most extra list. Okay. Jessica Wilde. Scandal. Mimi, I'm first. Milan. Milan. And Smokey Joe's Cafe right now. Go see it. Work. Serena Shasha. Laguanja Estuanja. Honorable mention Gia Gunn. Ginger Minge. Thorja Thor. Cynthia Lee Fontaine. And Eureka. So that's like the most extra season. What do you guys think? Did we cast appropriately? Who would win? What fantasy theme seasons so would you love to see? Girl. I'll ask, I remember you saying in an interview that you would love to see a season of First Eliminated Girls who wins that season. And of course, should Alyssa the Summers. dream that will never happen happen, we were getting a season where all the past winners compete. Who wins that? Keep up the great work on Race Chasers by Jackie and Chris Wilson. That's a lot of questions. Wow. A lot of names, too. Uh, so out of that cast list, who would win? Here's I mean, the thing. I need to know what is extra to them bad or good. Because some people say I'm extra, but I think it's a drag queen's job to be extra. So I think that's fine. It's like we're at a party. We're the extra ones. You know, we're in a wig. Yeah. So like I'm, I think extra is a good thing. I don't know if you're meaning it as a bad thing or a good thing. Um, I think Laganja could win. I think Ginger Minj might win. Well, ask Ginger and her name's already on the check. Okay. <laughs> there you have it. Hey, Ginger. Uh, Milan, I think, uh, is underrated as She's a performer. On, I mean, there was a girl this year who said, I'm a Broadway queen. And when she was told... You to were do, like, oh, what shows? And, oh, no, I just... Uh, yeah, she was told to do a pirouette and she couldn't in a character shoot. I was like, oh, wow. So, and then I looked her up and I was like, oh, you haven't been on Broadway. I was like, I thought you meant like Milan. You were a Broadway queen. You've been on Broadway in shows. Right. And I was misinformed that she's actually a fan of show tunes who is a drag queen. And that's not Broadway queen. You know, some of these New York boys, these Broadway Bears boys, they turn it in drag because they're fucking Broadway yeah. show boys and yeah. they're ponies. And I love them. It's yeah. always Peppermint had eight boys behind. Her. I was like, where'd you find eight boys? I could have yeah. round up three <laughs> in L.A. I mean, there are some great dancers in L.A. I'm lying. I, I love the L.A. boys. Michael Silas, um, all the, the, the wonderful eye candies that are in our videos, you know. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. Oh, Jeff. Remember Big Chef from American Power and Zach? And Kurt, ooh, all them. Anthony. Did you he, suck all the Santas? I didn't suck any Santas on that set. How dare you? That was not a holiday you video. You had the GoPro going. I know you. I know your game. <laughs> I know your game. Oh, did we answer a question-ish? We, we kind of did. Cool. Uh, a, a season of First Eliminated Girls, a season of All the Winners. Uh, I mean, I would love in a fantasy world for these things to happen. Whether I think they actually will, I, I don't. I, I can't say. I don't think so. I don't think all the winners would want to go back. I would. I'd go back in a second. You're a masochist. Well, I love the show. Yeah. And, and any if they called TV. me and asked me to be on the show again, I, I wouldn't be like, hmm, I don't know. Mm, Here's uh, the thing. I wouldn't hem and haw. I would say, of course. Yeah. If they don't ask, oh my gosh, never mind. I can't talk about that. Because we're on the air. Oh, I wanted to go into All Stars season four, but we're, that's not officially confirmed. I don't even know if they filmed that yet. I don't even know what. But you're if talking there was about. tea, we need to talk about it in the car. Would you like to see a drag queen song be used in one of the lip syncs for your life? They have. If they've used so, Sylvester. Which ones? They've used um, uh, Mighty Real, didn't they? Yes, they sure did. So they already have used drag queen. I'd love to see a bunny song. Or Wendy Ho. Yeah. I mean, that was one of my disappointments at Wigstock. Wendy was supposed to perform. And she was one of the people that made me change my mind about um, cis queens or bio queens. Because I would always be like, yeah. I don't like them. Then I was like, wait, one of my best friends is one and she's great. So you just have to be really good for me to like you. That's what I figured out. And Wendy is that bitch. Yeah. Bitch, I is. love her. Yeah. I saw a queen last night at the bar. They did um, 
They did a Wendy Ho song. The she was dressed like Baby Jane with a blonde wig. Oh, it happens. And I was like, this is Wendy. People go around doing Wendy Ho songs. They do Jackie Beat songs constantly. So, yeah. Pearl did a Jackie Beat song at a Murray and Peter show, and and Jackie was like, just hire me to do my own song, guys. You know, and I was like, she's right. You shouldn't let queens do other queens on a show that the other queens available for. That's like Black Box using Martha Wash's voice. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm Oh talking. wait, the Music Factory CNC. Uh, Black Box. Who's that? A band? Right on time. Right on time. Oh. I knew, I knew. It was all Martha Wash's voice, but they just hired a like a young, thin model as the front woman. CNC the Music Factory did the same thing, I think. Sure, yeah. Yeah, with her. Wow. <laughs> she got used. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? She, but she's still kicking yeah, it. Work. She's still out there. She's Martha Wash. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite promo look? From the from Drag Race, including All Stars, ever uh, Jocelyn Fox looks slick like a panther. Matthew, Matt, here's the thing: the promo looks this year. I have a few saved on my phone where I like to zoom in on mm-hmm. because they all needed Matthew. I mean, Matthew did every promo picture up until season nine, I think, and we all benefited. He made everyone look lovely and took care of everything. There's some loose ends that aren't tucked up in these season ten promos. Um, I honestly, I'll call him out. Like Eureka's color spray wasn't blended. Matthew would have taken care of that. Eureka looked lovely, but if you have to go in, because I went in because I love Eureka's makeup, I looked and I was like, they should have touched that up at the root, you know? And like, I thought, um, I don't think Cameron looked as pretty as he really is. It was a weird angle. Yeah, um, I think some of the promos this year were a little boo boo. But um, that's okay. fine. They got on the show, and I'll say it. But like, I think some of the breast prom- breast promos, best promos are Jocelyn Fox, Courtney Act. Um, oh, oh Alexis Courtney Michelle, promo. Alexis's yellow one. Alexis won that promo, I think. Yeah, she looks sickening. Yeah, she was the first time I was like, "Ooh, big girl gonna win." Yeah, I liked. Um, I mean, uh, I thought the question was like, "What's your?" Oh. Fa- no, you did I just it right. To trash talk. No, but when I first read it, I was like, what's your favorite promo theme? And oh, I oops. definitely. Mine. I the lo- robots. Y'all Ugh. had a really good we promo. We were the first promo that had money. And that was Carly Udson. Do you remember Man. her? Of course. Carly directed it. And I was the first oh, one. I love Carly. Were t- she's like, we're ready. Who's first up? And I was like, I'm ready. Me and Fifi both said it at the right time, the same time. And I went out first. And I was like, I need you to put on Fembot. And she's like, I love Robin. And I was like, and then we got talking and I found out she knew Detox because they grew up together wow. in Florida. And I was like, oh, bitch, let's turn this shoot. I was the first one up. They put me on the rotating platform. I'm just rotating. Boom, boom. Those spikes on my hips. Bitch, I live. My promo was sickening. Did you borrow from the from the designer? No, I. Uh, they wanted to put me in Princess's cage thing, and I said no. I have these hip pads with spikes, and I put them on. I'm like I'm wearing. Oh, so these. you brought your own? Yeah, there was no doubt. I ha- I was. Sharon didn't. Sharon didn't have anything to wear. And I was she, there. She borrowed the dress off the mannequin, and it was like the dress, and she wore it. And when it was she had stunning. those white contacts in, and I saw how her hair got done, I was like, oh. And uh, you know, instantly I was like, "You're you're top six for sure." I don't know you yet, but bitch. It was and a very mo- special moment in time. She, I'll always remember she, it. She turned it. I remember asking <laughs> people, "Should I wear this hair?" Which was kind of uh, this one hat that was Jocelyn Foxy, like coppery and like blonde. Sharon? No, me. Oh. And then uh, I was like, "Or you should I- you went for the little oral Annie look?" Oh, I said, "Or should I t- stack these two five dollar afros I got from um, this beauty supply on OBT out in Orlando?" $5 afros and I stacked the $5 and this girl picked them out for me and I was like this is iconic. It was iconic. It was iconic, And yeah. the best thing ever was after I remember I was doing a gig in North Carolina and somebody said when I saw your promo picture I thought you were mixed and I was like I love you. Like like a beautiful Amanda Seals type. Dola jawling about. Dola jawling about. Okay. Next, I loved it. Next question. 
Hi, William and Alaska. And that's, wow. Wow. I think that's William with three L's as well. Yeah, um, transphobia. I'm a 20-year-old music student from Canada, and I have a question. Mm-hmm. Willem. Oh, she got it right. Okay. Got it, girl. Willem, you said in one of the first episodes that RuPaul wasn't your idol anymore. Oh, are we? Okay. Are there any queens <laughs> that you and Alaska idolize now? Or would you say with all you have both accomplished, you have evolved into the queens you used to look up to? Oh, well, that makes us sound old. Love you both so much. And congratulations on some amazing first episodes of the podcast. She loves Paige. it. Work, Paige. Paige Piper Prue. So- <laughs> <laughs> that was a dark side demon. Um, I I still very much look up to RuPaul. I also we just did Wigstock, and I was just in awe of the fact that we were around. We were sharing a dressing room with these people that I so much look up to. I mean, the Jackie Beats, the Lady Bunnies, the people who who fought with a fucking machete through the wilderness for us, so that we can prance around now. I will say one thing: uh, RuPaul was a hard no for Wigstock. It was a hard pass. And for that, I was like, that made me change it a little bit more for me. I was like, you don't want to come back and celebrate with us? Okay, cool. Whatever. You do you, dude. Um, but that was disappointing for me, for sure. He's definitely not my idol anymore. Lady Bunny's always been a huge idol of mine. Uh, I have a list that I'd, I'll run down because it's quick. Lady Bunny, Kevin Aviance. I love his song, Back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Lee Bowery, Boy George, um, Charles Bush, um, uh fucking flip wilson sylvester divine last night yeah. for me for me planning my number i wanted to do something divine would be proud of or lee bowery could have been like oh snaps young you kid did. and i feel like i did and that was special to me about wigstock and people that have that same spirit about drag are probably my idols now bunny's always been a hardcore idol of mine like yeah. when i was growing up here do you want to see something stupid and this is this is proof fucking bitch i'm not calling you a bitch you just know how i speak but um do you want to see <laughs> will you please tell people what the only message saved on my phone is and when it's from Lady Bunny from 7.30 of 18. Because if I could have told 15-year-old me that Lady Bunny was going to call me one day, yeah, fuck. I like, know. how fucking cool. I save her voicemails, too. They're so it's fun. it's so crazy that oh my God. I have Lady Bunny Girl. on my phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, how fucking honored. Yeah. Um, and, like, I sat down to her next to at the Wigstock party for a second at the VIP. I just sat down, and she started patting me. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank you so much. She's like, you're terrible. <laughs> and I was like, Wow. Like fucking bunny. Like it's so fucking cool. You know, and it's you know, it's it's like being seated at the right hand of the father a little bit. And um Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I I I don't I don't think Would she that, be a guest? I oh I would love that. Bunny tidbits. Bunny bopping around. Bunny bopping around. Mm. Oh my god, did we answer a question? We did. Yeah, we oh, wait. did. Yeah, do you have any? Okay. Who are your inspirations? Your drag idols? I mean, I, I mean, Lady Bunny, Jackie B, Coco Peru. Oh, Jackie, yeah, I mean, for sure. all of like. Uh, Jack, Coco was the first queen a lot of us saw ever on Trick. You know. Yeah. Like a lot, other than the queens in Don't Tell Mom the Very but they just stole that car real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Those queens are stealing our Buick. Uh, I think banquet halls are so impersonal. Why don't we throw it at my house? <laughs> Suellen. Bodacious sculptures and ice. Everything everything checks out. <laughs> she has receipts for everything. Uh, t- all of this is in the Carolyn, hands of a child. <laughs> grow up, Carolyn. This is by far and away the most childish, vindictive <laughs> machination you have ever concocted. Uh, grow up, uh, Carolyn. Uh, no, these are the you queens. You ever seen the who, Grand Union Run, bitch? They, 
These are the queens who were doing it before it was legal, before it was acceptable, before it was on TV. It wasn't cool to be gay. It was Marcia, it was Sylvia, shunned. all them. Yeah. These are the people who who trudged the path for us, and now we have this fucking golden path of bricks. We're just voguing down the yellow brick road, but they are the ones who laid the bricks, and it was not easy. Yeah, one of my drag mothers said to me, she's like, "I came ten years too early." I was like, "Fuck, I'm sorry," you know. Right. Yeah. I have so much respect and so much admiration. And last night, it was it was the old school. It was the new school. It was the all school. They worshipped. It was lovely. Wigstock. It Everybody was, there loved us. Yeah, it so was fucking cool. Um, hey, right. guys. I'm sure you've both seen Pearl and Hey Queen. I don't watch Hey Queen, actually. I do watch the clips, though. They get reposted because Johnny interrupts people. Talking about Rue acting legit mother dearest. Alaska, did you have experience like this or see anything like that from Rue or Willem? Because I know you have spilled that tea before. Where? I've never spilled tea. Um, who's uh, the rudest? Oh, was this go more? Ahead. Yeah, and then it goes on to say, "Who's the rudest guest judge you've heard about? Any divas? Any people just doing it for the check? I don't think they get paid. I think people do it because they want to be there. It's cool, right? Um, I we do already like, talked about the pearl thing. Um, yeah. um, who's I just the see Missy Man? <laughs> she read. She read. <laughs> She read. Todrick can be honest, but he's not rude. It's honest. But no. she read "Messy Man." Just I just see "Messy Man." Can that be our merch? Yeah, for podcaster. I just see. Oh messy my god, man. drag queen DQM. Get on it. Let's Get on do it. it. Merge House I'll, of Av. A House of Avs. Yes. Hey girls. Um, I don't know. I, I just know that you've um, seen every Latoya Jackson read me to the dirt for my this purple dress on season five and I've never forgotten do you have it. a picture I want to see I want a tutor boot I d- you would boot uh, I'm I mean, gonna look it up uh, what, what episode bitch? it was the it was the episode where I was showing off my collarbone um, so you love your collarbone you always highlight it I do Alaska so, purple dress Google yeah I mean you'll Google. probably get my promo but maybe Alaska favorite body part that was the runway theme cool thanks um I, you know, like I was Alaska just... favorite body part runway theme RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> That's specific. <laughs> no, I we stayed up like late hours and my friend Miles De Niro. Hey, Miles. I know Miles in D.C. She uh, sewed this dress for me and they all just read me to shreds. They didn't air any of it, but but like... Ooh, I bet it's ugly. LaToya said I would look like a sad bridesmaid. Your promo was and, cute, though. I just came across that. I remember um, yeah. your promo. Because Detox had that wand and I, I photoshopped t- a dick in it. Oh, I took that fucking dress off the rack and I said, this is the one, honey. Thank you. <laughs> this is the one. Lovely. I'll be over here. Let me know when you're ready. You can't even find the dress, can you? Well, uh, I'll find it. I was really proud of the dress, and it's really devastating when someone tells you that you, something you're really proud of and you made with your with your friend's hands, mm-hmm. and they tell you it's terrible. So that was, um, but she wasn't rude. She was doing her job. That's what they're there for. I just found a great Google that's or a great Tumblr that's all of Alaska Thunderfucks runways. Oh wow! I heard that. Um, I heard that Juliette Lewis was like wandering, wandering the lot, like just <laughs> she was just trying watching, to score though, <laughs> wandering aimlessly around the lot. But that's like a legend. I don't know if that's true. Um, I heard some girl wore a onesie, 
a onesie. Girl, put on a sequel. Oh, that was Megan Trainer. Oh no, this she video contains content one. from Viacom who blocked it on grounds All in your country. Right. It's I'm in America. Next question. I want to see this fucking dress. Is Andres from Costa Rica? Uh, do I you wanted, have my dress? No. <laughs> I wanted to know which shoe brand Willem likes the most and what plastic bag brand Alaska prefers to make a dress. I love you, girls, and Willem. We all hate that fucking bitch who took your dress when you came ah, here. Thank you. No estoy jugando. Um, I was, What's your on. favorite shoe brand? I like um, Zanotti a lot. I like um, Versace a lot. I like um, uh, Louboutin a lot. I like uh, Lamb. The Gwen Stefani line had some mm. great shoes. Um, I like... Um, Jessica Simpson. I worn them once, but... <laughs> Um, they weren't as comfortable. I've worn some Steve Madden's that I really like. I've worn some jellies that I like. I wore boots out last night that were great. They're like thrift store boots. I like wearing flats sometimes. I really like wearing like short shorts with like a little ammo crop top and then some Reeboks. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like a lot of shoes. Yeah. And I think if you have good shoes and good hair, you're fucking set. Yeah. You know, you're cute. Um, uh, my favorite plastic bag. plastic bag. I like um, 99 cent store in LA. They have plastic tablecloths and that's my preferred. They come in every color. You can grab three and you can make a gown. Work. And they're a dollar each. So. On the set of Rupologize, Matthew made a gown out of sh- out of trash bags for Sharon. Do you remember that? Oh, because, I like, didn't know that. Yeah, she like forgot her bra. She was yelling at Matthew. She's like, "You how you forgot the bra? Um, I'm like don't you yell at him Go down your roller skates She wouldn't roller skate either She was drunk though to be fair I love her Next question mm. Dot 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 Here's my question And it's a big one She said admiringly mm. I-Y-H-O I don't know what that means What it, In your honest opinion Okay What is the number one travesty That occurred on RuPaul's Drag Race Aside from Willem's forced exit Travesty <laughs> Meaning a robbed queen. I know queen. that queen. She's in UK. Travesty. <laughs> She's cool. A she- robbed queen. A rule not followed or a rule broken by RPDR staff that favored or disfavored a queen, etc. Giant heart. Critica darling. I heard. This is just what I've heard and I feel bad for the I kid heard. Because this is editing. I don't even know this guy. I did one gig with him in San Antonio once at OCH. Real fun. Um, or maybe it was Austin. It was Austin. Sorry. Um, and... He told me that he was they was taking a break, sitting down on a step for some reason, and they were like, "Why don't yo?" He got faint from Max. He got faint from wearing a corset or something, and he sat down for a second during a break when they were redoing cameras or something. And then RuPaul told him to sing. Apparently, he sang like a few bars because I guess he's a music theater kid and he wanted to sing. I don't fucking know. But then they edited it in to make it look like he just burst into song all crazily, like during his like kind of elimination. And I was like. That's some good editing. That's good producing. Like they, it's tricky, but like they're making a show, dude, and they got you. So you just can't give them something that you can't give yeah. them something you don't want them to show because they'll find a way. You yeah. know, it's like getting a crowd shot. Okay, knock like we said something crazy. We're gonna do eye rolls now. You know, they do that in every TV show. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not gonna um, make a ruling on that. I don't yeah. think a queen has ever been disfavored walking out. I think you you give them what you make your own shots. You make your own breaks. I mean, I did. I had a plan. Yeah, and I mean, did you think you were going to win after Sharon won the first the season no. before you? That was instant. I, if I would have been you, I would have been like, "Well, now I'm not going to win." I was absolved from ever thinking I had a chance of winning, so I just had a good time. But can and I tell you something? The winner gets the same amount of episodes as the other top two, so you're cool. You get the same true. amount of airtime, yeah. and you just make what you do with it. The real competition is after, you know. Yeah, and exactly. I we're so fucking blessed. I guess we are. Yeah. We are blessed. We yes. are blessed. Oh, so many blessings. 
Hi, Alaska and Willem. Let me start by saying I love you both so much. We probably have time for one or two questions, right? Okay. Let me start by saying I love you both so much. I was thrilled when I found out you two were starting a podcast together. My best friend and I carpool to work together, and your podcast is a staple for Wednesday mornings. You make our commute to our boring job much less depressing. Now that I'm done kissing your asses, I have a few questions for you bitches for the mailbag episode. All these fucking eight-parters is why we're not going to get finished with all these questions. We're going to need a whole nother bonus episode. All right, let's do like a rapid fire. How many drinks do you get during Untucked? Uh, one, my season. Okay, same. But we brought our own, too. Which episode or season are you most excited to discuss? Season four. Uh, season four. Season five as well. Is there anyone that you will not allow to be a guest on Race Chaser? Not allow. No, God. No, God, no. no we're, oh, our we're doors open. are open. Azalea if- Banks. She's a pass. Okay, she's a hard pass. Okay, uh, I was wondering what monster mashing means. It means when you try to tuck and you can't do it right, so you just mash it all back. See, Alaska, the AAA girl oh, shoot on my yes. thing. Hello, Willamon, Alaska. Uh, Tammy Tibbetts, blah, 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 blah. Who are your favorite queens on, who haven't been on Drag Race turning the party around the globe? <gasps> oh, my God. Logan Hardcore. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, Pixie Aventura. I, she was on last City. night. She, she so opened Wigs up after Bunny and the girls. Like, she's sickening. Um, yeah, I, would, I think she could win. I would say Sasha Colby. I would say Aurora Sexton. I would say... I think Davina um, DeCampo could win. Davina's in the show sickening. if they did a UK version. Mary Mack. Um, yeah. I want to see, see BB again on it. Mr. Travesty. Um, yeah. Karen from Finance is cool. Oh, fabulous. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, Marta Bichu. And um, fuck, there's one more. There's one more. She did this show where she switched wigs. Read the next question. I'll remember it. Damn. All right. Next, Monty Stat. Ne- that's her name. Next rapid fire. What do you think goes into making a more popular season of Drag Race selection of Queens challenges? What are your favorite seasons? You know what? It, Four was a really good season. Yeah. I think it just, I think it, I think they're all good. And I think sometimes you just need more time to appreciate yeah. them. Favorite memories of each other while touring. Love the show. I'm so happy to see both of you. Oh, wow. Um, I had fun on Where'd AAA you? Girls Tour. I'm just pulling questions. I did too. Um, we had a lot of fun. Don't let Courtney hold the tip money. That's what we learned. Um, How did the social isolation and deprivation of alcohol, drugs of choice, uh, uh, impact the way the queens on the seasons competed. Um, it was easier when you could bring your own drugs during my season, and we had a guy selling it to us who was our nighttime PA. He was from Pittsburgh. I remember him. He told me we went to high school with Christina Aguilera. I forget his name. And Latrice also brought weed, and I had my weed guy in LA, which was nice. He made drop offs, and um, we got to go to the mall across the street, and it was fun. Do y'all get dragged up for the podcast, or are y'all just yes. chilling in your PJs? How dare you? I'm We're a... in full drag. Girl, you don't even know. I have facial... I'm I have tapes emerald, on. Emerald I have tapes. green sequins. Emerald. And is that a bugle bead, too, at the it top? It is. Girl, she's it beaded. It is. It's beaded and stoned. And I'm in a full Catherine Delish dressing <laughs> gown. I borrowed it from Alexis <laughs> Michelle. Ugh. Um, okay, next question. Uh, who reads the disclaimer at the end of the episode about the show not being affiliated? It sounds like Me. Alaska. It sounds like a me. My question is, if you could choose a different season than your original season to compete on, which would you choose and how well do you think you would do? Um, I didn't go in with the aim to win, so I would still do what I was going to do. So I don't know. What I would not want to go on these later seasons oh, because you have to the be girls are too Can pretty. I tell you this? Like the, their clothes are too good. The top four this year could all do splits. I couldn't do crazy. Split. Sorry, girl. So good. Okay. Like they really stepped it up. Okay, let's do. Let's just go to the very last. I'm kind page. of high. No Med Men let's, here though. Lame. Let's oh. take the very last one. Okay. Why wasn't there a snatch game on season one? Okay. Well, I don't know. They didn't do it. 
Second, if you had to assign Snatch Game characters to the season one girls, who would you have them do? Oh, wow. Uh, I would want Chanel to be Leona Helmsley. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know who else. BB could do Grace Jones again for the first time. Um, yeah, I don't. Those are the first two that come to mind. Uh, Nina, I would love to see a combination of Lucy and Desi. That would be amazing. Like in a red wig doing the, doing the, uh, it, that's wrong though. It's Cuban accent, but I, is Cuba like Puerto Rico a little bit accent wise? I don't know. I'd love to see Nina Flowers do anything. She's amazing. Rebecca Glasscock would do Lady Gaga terribly. <laughs> or, or like a teen pop sensation like, uh, Willa Ford. Something very, but Rebecca Glasscock, blonde wig. Um, oh my god oh my we did the whole episode thank you so much for tuning in Yo, this is so amazing good. this you, was the mailbag mm, I love yes, mailbags I know you um, do you can, re- you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is and subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode comes out and follow the dolls <laughs> at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and please post and tweet the house down boots and use the hashtag race chaser thank you so much Bang. that's my hoverboard by the way it's not a jet ski anymore race chaser. race chaser is not endorsed by world of wonder Viacom or any of their subsidiaries it is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of the respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever! Dog! Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Sound designed by Mike Malarkey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska 5000.